Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Oh, WB also had uh, good times. Yes. Yeah, I feel like they had that, you know, group of... Those Norman Lear black shows. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Premium. None of that unleaded, unleaded Webster shit. <laughs> I was putting Webster in my Honda Accord every morning. Yeah, you're like, it's the same. I don't know. It's the, it's the same. I, don't, I can't tell the difference, but I'm unreasonable. Lucky <laughs> Charms never had them. I eat Marshmallow Maiden. <laughs> There it is, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another phenomenal episode of My Mama Told Me. The podcast where we dive deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories. And we finally work to prove that Trey Young's barber is giving him that haircut to keep him humble and striving for whatever can be achieved beyond his natural talents. The man is giving him a haircut of a champion. Is what I no, say. that is not what that is. Bald is the haircut of a champion. If we're talking rings, and he's close to it, it whatever that wispy level of uh, of a hairstyle is, it, it, that's as close to to bald as I've ever it's seen. The, it is the ghost of hairstyles past. <laughs> that shit came to you at midnight on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like his father's father was electrocuted yeah. and, and it passed down generations, you know? You know what he looks like? He looks like he saw a ghost. 
<laughs> and then the ghost saw him, and and everybody yeah. was scared. Everybody was. And it's like he's like, I'm taking something from you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm Langston Kerman. I have all of my hair. I'm David Boreas. <laughs> I still got mine. I don't, you know, I don't have a lot of faith in forever. You don't think you're gonna? I think it's. I think it's. You I think, think it's, it's never gonna end. Whoa. For you, are you speaking for you or for for both of us in this? I'm scenario? speaking solely for me. You should could go tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you have zero faith in my hair. I have no staying. none of that. That that light skin. It's too soft for this world. Fuck, that's real. My hair is coarse from the earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I don't know why that that makes me believe in it more. But you're right. It does make me believe that your hair is going to hold on stronger because it's yeah thick, and your you know? hair was your hair was too soft to last yeah sure you're my, lucky you got this far i'll be honest i i'm making these trey young jokes and a part of me is like i know what happened there i see it brother i <laughs> i could be there any day now is it happening because i do have like a chunk out my, my shit's bad right now i do have a chunk out of my hairline that my barber has to like but that's from childhood that's not that's always been. yeah i i haven't had any like recession what i i right. do have is like a little bit in the front where uh ever since i was a kid it just doesn't come in quite as thick like it, it's almost like one of them weird white boy hairline type things right, and right, right. so you know you get a black man to to correct whatever is is not quite what it should be but but no nah, i I, I haven't lost anything yet. How curly, how curly is your hair? I, I don't know why I'm, I don't know why I'm squinting. Yeah, no, you seem <laughs> hella suspicious of me. <laughs> how curly was your hair at 11.06 p.m. last night? <laughs> no, I believe it. I, I just... Cause now it looks straight, but is that cause it's low? Yeah, it's just cause it it curls big. You know what I mean? It's not like tight right. tight coils the way that like uh your your Africanized hair might be. Mine. Oh, I don't is... like you weaponizing <laughs> it like that. I think it's a positive. I, I just think it's it... more dangerous hair, and we got to keep an eye on it. I keep it this way with <laughs> fruits and nuts from the forest. <laughs> <laughs> just wandering through there, <laughs> mushing them through your fingers. Like, yeah, yeah, that'll yeah. Do. yeah. That's basically what black castor oil is. I think so. <laughs> it's just smashed up stink berries because that shit smells weird. Yeah. Do you ever get the un the unscented one? No, never once. Oof! It they will smell it on the train for sure. Fuck. Yeah, it's bad. stink berries. What are stink I, berries? I made it up. I was going to ask you okay. me just. <laughs> I, you know what? <laughs> I believed it so much. I politely waited till we got to the end of the conversation to be like, I got to I gotta check back in on these stink berries. No, I thought that I got away with it. it it's made up. Oh, fuck. All right. Yeah. Well, learning a lot today, folks. And we haven't even started the episode. This is this is going to be a, a, a dolo. It's me and David together. No guests slowing us down with their... Look, if you hate cops just because they're <laughs> cops, the next time you get in trouble, call a crackhead. Yeah, call a crackhead, because it's just us, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have their phone number. Yeah, I didn't... <laughs> That's the craziest part. He's like, we we all got crackheads' phone numbers. 
which honestly, maybe that's the most honest part of that ad where he's like, yeah, no, honestly, I do kick it with crackheads and that's why I behave this way. I mean, I, yeah, it's fair. We, we are, we're doing this together, but we have a topic that we, we need to dive into the, the topic of discussion, which I presented to the group this, this past weekend and I think is a is one that I've I've wrestled with for years now, but I'm excited about this. The topic is my mama told me. There's no difference between regular and premium gas. Tell me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> now, because then thank you so much. But because I presented this to the group, I guess my question is, where do you fall in in reference to whether or not this is, in fact, a real thing? I think you're completely wrong. Whoa. And I don't even drive like that. Whoa. And by that, I mean at all. I don't have a driver. This feels like you're turning on me like a motherfucker. You don't even believe turning in cars on, like I, that. No, I don't. I don't. I believe that they exist. I'm not a fucking <laughs> idiot. <laughs> I see them zoom, zoom outside been, my window every You've morning. been anti-car as long as I've met you. <laughs> that doesn't. That has nothing to do with what this is. And that now, has nothing to do with this. Now thing. all of a sudden, you have a deep passion for premium gasoline. This is wild. I don't. Have a, I don't I'm telling you that there are a difference between gasoline types. Is all. It's just like milk oh, types man. or orange juice types or any other liquid they sell us in bulk. Are you going places and like demanding the uh, milks, the the brand, certain brands of milk? First of all, I don't drink milk at all. Okay. Second of all, it's not a branding thing. It's a liquid content thing. It's not like, I'm not like, I need the dairy gold milk, but there's a difference between 2% milk and whole milk. And then. Sure. Okay. You're not, so it's not a brand issue for you. No, all the nutted milks. Concentration issue through across or whatever the fuck is the fat levels and and percentages and shit for you. Just like ethanol level levels in uh gasoline. Mm. Now see here's I if I may uh, <laughs> yeah. If I may volley. Uh <laughs> I my I believe that principally that is probably true. Right? That that there is a difference in terms of of the different ways that they could cut this shit, move this shit, whatever it is to make it do what it's supposed to do theoretically my argument would be that they have every reason to tell us some premium shit is premium shit when in fact it isn't and still get money off of the thing presuming premium costs more to produce which is the reason that it costs more to make there's they have every reason to not give me premium and tell me it is because who's tasting it to know the difference i don't know if that's how you tell the difference I don't either. First of, and first of all. <laughs> and that's why this is a show about learning. <laughs> you think they got to be like, oh, yeah, that's, no, nah, that's yeah, so that's, I think they rub it on the top of their gums like police oh, they... officers testing cocaine. <laughs> and they go, that's that good shit. <laughs> Colombian. Yeah. I think that, <laughs> no, I think that cars can tell the difference. You never met somebody with like a great car and they're like, oh, I don't put that trash unleaded in my car ever but there's no part of you that that doesn't think that that person is just flexing and or and or being scammed i think it's 70 30 i think there's a science behind it just because i don't know the science behind it i mm. think there's a science behind the levels of 
I don't even know what the difference is supposed to. What it's it's the three, right? It's unleaded. It's it's pri- unleaded. It's like uh, whatever the the mid grade word is, and then it's premium, right? And you think it's all nonsense. I'm saying that that the difference may be negligible both to to our cars and to the people that are selling us this shit. We're the only ones that are actually being punished and or paying for it. But what's the negligible difference? Is it that little bit of optimal performance? Because that's like, if that shit's going to go from like, I don't know how cars work, so this is going to sound crazy. I'm excited like, to hey, hear it. <laughs> <laughs> this could go either way, and I, I'm, I'm excited for it to finish. What's like difference negligible, like the difference between going 95 and the difference between going 110? <laughs> is that? You think it's like it, Nas in, uh, in fucking <laughs> Fast and the Furious. Where listen, you... <laughs> don't play me out. I understand the internal combustion engine and the cylinders and they make the spark and then the piston. I get it. Sure. I'm not a I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> do I know what the difference between good and bad gas is supposed to do? No, Langston, I don't. And what I does think, a carburetor do? And that's, what does a carburetor do? <laughs> Carburate. It adds carbonation yeah, to whatever. But you come uh, at me like that. <laughs> but I'm the light skinted it bird in a man bingo. <laughs> Still squinting. I don't think it's fair that you get to run the pad and <laughs> And use the drops as weapons against me. I'll say that. She wanna fuck with the dick. <laughs> I feel like a victim in this space in a way that that I can't undo. This is like being punched in the head in the corner of the ring. I'm truly at a loss it's, here. It's bewildering because you sound scared. It's scared to come outside. I am scared. I'm scared that the next thing I say will be uh, enough of a connection to a reference that you have locked in at your fingertips, and it's going to interrupt so that you can you can once again shame me for for my, man, no, see there it is. <laughs> all right, I'm going to lay off of it for a minute so you can make your point. Look here, all I'm saying is is that I think there's a very real possibility that like so many other things in this world, on this planet, that we've seen be introduced as premium products that we find out are more or less the same as their generic version, that could also exist in gasoline. I I agree with you. I think they're making so much money. Is this where you split hairs to make the more money? Because I don't think... I. I think I don't think that many people are buying the premium gas, right? I don't think so either. I think I think it may very well just be people who are falling for the the trick. And so many of us have have so little money, frankly, that it's it's hard to make the choice to fall for that trick if you don't have to. How much what do you drive? So up until this year, I've mostly drove <laughs> Honda Civics. That's where your boy's been at. But then we this bought- is a Civics ass argument, uh, right? He's not and, out here with no, but, the elite. Okay, but I'm that's, making I'm making Bugatti points. But see, that's where you're fucking up is because up until this year, Honda Civic. But now I have a BMW X4, right? Okay, because there we he needed goes. a tr- we Tell needed him. like a bigger car for the family shit. You the ain't point gotta explain is, it to me, baby. <laughs> The point is, this is the first time I've ever even had to pay for premium gasoline, not just as an adult, but legitimately my entire life. I've never seen anyone pay for premium gasoline. I mean, maybe you're just broke. 
I think we were for quite a while, and that's that's part of it. Have were you buying premium? That. No, that was such a. I was trying to. <laughs> I was trying to make myself feel better by making fun of you. And that was not right. That was not right. Uh, no, I've never. Are you kidding me? We didn't even have a car of the decade. Like we didn't have a car of the decade that we lived in Whoa. until after I graduated high school. Whoa! So you, I, were, I've never had a car that was of the decade. Though. So you were an '80s car in the '90s. You were a '90s car in the 2000s. So on no, and so in forth. The, in the '90s, we were '80s cars. Yeah, that's what I in mean. In the 2000s, yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Goddamn, tragic. It's not that bad. Yeah, you know, it's not. Uh, it's not it's great. Not great. <laughs> <laughs> we were the same way. My dad, okay. so my dad's cars, I think, have almost exclusively been hand-me-down vehicles from, except for the last car he bought, like, 10 years ago. Every car before that, like, his parents or somebody in the family would have a car, and they'd be like, you want a car? And he'd be like, hell yeah, yeah. and then he has yeah. a car. And I remember when we first got a car on the lot, it was big. Yeah, that's, no, it's a huge deal. And then my right. mom had like a a minivan because there were a lot of us, and so like that was that was the deal. But it wasn't. You don't put premium in a minivan. You just let that. How many were there of you? At my mom's house, there were four of us by the end of. of Are you the oldest or the youngest? I'm the oldest by far. I'm 23 years older than the next in or the the last in line rather. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm 14 years older. Wait, wait. So it was 23-year-old you and a bunch of babies in the minivan? No, it was. <laughs> no, Did no, you no. live at home at two? <laughs> I was, yeah, I was. Which is okay. And they would not let me drive. And someday I hope to. <laughs> uh, no, so I was, I was 10 when my next sibling came. I was 11 when the one after that. And then I was okay. 13 for the one after that. And then 23 for the one after that. Wow, your yeah. parents are spry. Well, one of them is. Yeah. Th that, that's my mom doing a lot of that uh, work. And then I have a brother on my dad's side. So five in total. Yeah, you need a minivan. Yeah, she should have been putting minivan. premium in the minivan. No, you don't put no goddamn premium because it's a scam is what I'm saying. We There were too many of us. Your, you have the BMW that you are charged with your child's safety and you're doing it yourself. You don't even stand on this principle. Right, because a lady yells at me and demands it of me, not because I believe in it. You understand <laughs> that, that some some choices are for survival, my friend. This isn't this isn't what I want for myself. This is what's being offered to me through the world that I've created, and I'm too far in to turn back. Man, that's difficult. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Are you running? Why are you running? <laughs> yeah, it's heartbreaking. It's really heartbreaking <laughs> stuff that I'm trying to explain to you. So if you were free in a bachelor, it's unleaded gas all Dog, the way. I'm putting unleaded gas in a BMW and I'm pulling the fuck up. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Where you going tonight, baby girl? <laughs> uh, not as far as I'm going with my unleaded gas. Yeah, I know it's where to get gas for cheap. No, I don't. I listen, man. I I want this for you because yeah. I love a conspiracy as well. But I don't think this is a conspiracy. So you're just trusting the government on this one to give us. I trust quality. big gas. I trust big oil. <laughs> I trust big gas. I trust <laughs> big oil. <laughs> <laughs> 
I align with the Saudis on levels that you wouldn't even understand. Listen, they're princes to me. They're kings yeah. and emperors and <laughs> lords of the world to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I side with big oil on this one. And I just, I think that manufacturing-wise, because there are high-end other car products. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? There's high-end There's high-end oil and there's shitty oil. That, like for lubrication, sure. there's there there for every there's good antifreeze and there's bad antifreeze for everything that you're doing in that car there's a good and a bad liquid absolutely so why, not, why would gas not be the case as well but what what i would argue is the most essential uh liquid to be inserting so much so that we have to buy it sometimes multiple times per week depending on how uh, effective and or shitty your car is and so I, I think the question really is like, if I had to upcharge something or if I had to do a little bit of a bait and switch on something, I'm not going to do it with oil. You got to deal with that every like, what what is it? Uh, 3,000 miles or whatever the fuck it is. Alternatively, if I do it with fucking gas, that's a daily ruse. There's a, that's the most money I can be making. All right. I mean, I want to. I want to hear. I want to. I want to hear you take it to the to the facts. I want to hear the research. Research. I've never okay. said. I've never said that before. <laughs> nor, have I, nor have I truly ever meant it in my life today. But uh, I, hey, Miss yeah, Davis, I guess, <laughs> I'd like. To, I'd like to read now. <laughs> Can we just uh, read? <laughs> I'm I'm done uh talking to my friends and or uh zoning off in out the window. I would like read <laughs> to read. I'd like to finally finish Maniac McGee. <laughs> you guys I've, did you guys read that? I don't know school? what Maniac McGee is. No. You never had to read Maniac McGee? No, he sounds funny though. No, it's about black people and then there was this little boy who hung out with the black people and his name was maniac mcgee he like untied this giant knot and then they used to always call him fish belly because he was white you've never don't look at me like that Dog, i've never heard of maniac mcgee but this is fascinating you were a teacher yeah and thank god i didn't give this to children what were you reading what were you what no no goddamn it what, what age group was this olivia saying she read it too and i, I don't yeah know. it was a it was a popular book, Fish Belly. What? <laughs> what? What age group was Maniac McGee targeted at? I feel like between fifth and seventh grade. Okay, so this was back when books truly were our choice. This wasn't. They were, were they demanding this of you in the classroom? I believe so. It was like a book that we all. Re yeah, you had to re like. You know how you would have to read. You would all read a book communally. Mm hmm. It was one of those books. So you let a white person require you this... to read a book about a black boy whose name is no, maniac. no. The 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 white <laughs> the white person was maniac. The oh. white fish be fish belly was maniac, fish and he untied a knot at the pizza store. I understand. This sounds like I'm having a stroke. <laughs> Listen, I. I, I've never read Maniac McGee. I'm excited. It was about segregation, Olivia said. I, I, hear, I hear what you both are saying. 
I don't know that it's addressing my larger concerns, okay. but, but I understand that maybe I'm just out of the loop. I didn't have maniac. Maybe it was regional, maybe specifically where y'all are from. Were Would you read maniac, Chicago, like, the, gi- the Givers? <laughs> we did read The Giver in seventh yeah, grade. Yeah, that book's that, dumb as hell. I used to fucking love The Giver. I love Maniac McGee. I don't know what you want from me. I, I think different strokes, you know? Can we both agree different strokes was great? Different strokes. No, I was more of a. I was a. <laughs> what was that show that came on? Yeah, I liked Webster better. You liked Webster better than Different Strokes. Yeah. Whoa. I'll say this, and I, I know what you want. I let's let's have this debate now, and we have to go to break. We've been talking for forever, okay. but let, let's have this debate now so that we can clear the air on this. Objectively, I would argue that Gary Coleman has had a funnier life than Emmanuel Lewis, period. Yes. That that's yeah, he knows karate. Yeah, of course. <laughs> he he went to he went to TV court one time. No, he, I, he was doing silly shit. Yeah, Emmanuel Lewis was boring, but I kind of liked that as a kid, I guess. I don't know. I just think I think Gary Coleman truly was one of the greatest talents this world has ever known and and we're never going to we're not going to match that again. But here's what I'm telling you is that like if you look up your Gary Coleman greatest, the, your favorite parts about him, yeah, it none of it is different strokes. No, I don't. I don't think so at all. I think his talent was really just being a silly person more than and appearing it was. on ninety sitcoms like Gambling. And yeah, stuff. and just rolling his eyes funny, well into yeah. his fifties. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's it's not a real. It's not a talent I want, but it is a talent that no one can replicate, and therefore right. should be admired. Yeah, yeah, that's all I'm saying. But as but as a show, I think Webster was better. I I look, agree to disagree. They they're fine. They were just so goddamn funny on that different strokes. But I hear you. And the theme song was better for different strokes. You're it really bugging better. here. It was better. I don't it think you're better. right about this. Better. But you okay, know what? I mean, we already have a debate to have. We we're still talking about gasoline. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back with more more Langston, more David, and more my mama told me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. 
So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. And we're back. Someone get this jigaboo away from me. <laughs> I have no comment on that sound drop. I think it's I think it's perfect. I think you did exactly <laughs> what needed to be done. Tell the people what we're doing. What are we doing? We are discussing whether or not there's a difference between premium and regular unleaded fuel. I think that Langston, now that you have German engineering, you should understand mm. that there's just a difference <laughs> overall. I let me ask you this. I I will first I'll address what you're saying. I have noticed a physical difference in the driving experience between my Honda and my BMW. I would be I would be lying if I said there was not a noticeable difference between the two vehicles and the ride, the the physical feel of the ride. Right. And you don't feel like the petrol is a part of that. I I venture to guess that it is strictly because of the quality of the vehicles and not actually the gas that goes into it. That's the stance that I'm taking in this. You still got to You can't just love something. You got to take care of it. You still the fuel has the fuel has something to do with it. Let me. It am just, I the first person in your life that's that's ever presented this as an option? Am I the only person you've ever heard suggest this? No, of course not. Tell me about those others, those other uh, brilliant few that that have stepped up to to have the real conversation. I knew this door guy. He used to have like five. <laughs> Why? You... I can't get into it now. No, it's great. It's just <laughs> it, you know when you want to when you want to be able to like feel like you're a champion, uh, like a brilliant idea. You don't want the first dude that follows to be door guy. But well, I'm trying to explain. But it was he was. He was one of, you know those guys who always have five cars? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, he would always be like, he would always have one, and then he would have one that his wife was driving, and they were always simultaneously fixing them up yeah. to flip them and give it, you know what I mean? And just like, he was just like that. He's the guy who had cars. And he had a rental for some reason all the time. Yeah. He just always had, I don't know, man. Yeah, He's I got you. like, always had cars, very long braids. <laughs> I don't know if there's a correlation, but he was just talk about, he was like, he would just talk about how, yeah, there's a difference between, there's just a difference between gases. So sometimes when his wife has the Toyota Solara, 
they can use regular cars. But then something about like a closed, there's something like a closed engine, right? Mm. Like something like that where the, I don't, I don't know, man, but he just said that he was a car guy and he said gases were different. I also have a friend, Brent. Wait, so this is a person that's disagreeing with me. No, he's disagreeing with you. Right. I also have a friend, Brent, who has five cars, who I talked to this morning about his Acura, and he said that there's a difference between gases, and he's the most carred out person I know. So uh, so the the question of whether or not there are other people in your life who agree with me, you're like, oh, no, no. Not, none at all. I guess maybe, but I've always, like, I've paid them no mind. Oh, the, because these they're are... they're obviously haters. <laughs> <laughs> they're haters. Cool motherfucking bars, nigga! Fucking you know nothing about here I that am. Played, that here played I, on its own. Here I, I am hating on big gas and yeah. uh, <laughs> and those. It's a minority-owned company, Langston. Those swaggy ass bush, uh, <laughs> bush it's twins. A, it's a minority-owned. It's a minority-run field. Oil, oil Get with it. Yeah, <laughs> and by, out of the country. And by minority, you're speaking specifically to certain countries that we uh, have relationships with. I'm saying that they're not white people. <laughs> That's what I. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. No, I don't want to. I don't want to go on record as fe- backing big oil. I think we, <laughs> I'm all for Teslas. I think we should get off. You're get all off the for fossil. Teslas. You're all Tesla. for Elon Musk. Uh, Let's just get off the fossil Teslas? fuels. <laughs> He's a billionaire. He's a cool guy. He's got some ideas. <laughs> he's making Twitter better. You can tell. Yeah, he's been saying a lot of cool stuff on Twitter, I hear, lately. Yeah, the the vibe is really thriving on Twitter now that Elon's <laughs> Elon stepped up. <laughs> Everybody's real chill now that Elon finally took over. I just got a burner. It's it's hell over there. Yeah, no, it's real fucked up. Twitter you is all gotta you all gotta get out. And it's also, it's fucked up in a way that's not fun because, like, it's just, <laughs> it's just like these pseudo intellectuals yelling about the injustices that are already transpiring on Twitter. And it's like, hey, bro, I don't know. My account seems fine. And if we all just go back to making dick jokes, we could, we could get away from this. And they're like, no, you don't realize it's all crumbling. And you're like, ah, okay. But I, I was really <laughs> just trying to see what happened with Steph Curry last night. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Get some new poop jokes. Yeah. I don't, I don't really care about none of this. No, that's because you're a nihilist. Maybe. I don't think so. I, I like to believe I believe in a lot in the goodness and hope of the world. I just don't know that I you think don't believe that, in big oil, a minority fuel company. <laughs> I believe in it more than you do. I believe that it is, in fact, big and not cool. And you're like, nah, they fucking rock over there. Of all the of all the major industries, I'm 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 hitching my wagon to oil. That one's gonna last. Bori was like, BP, spill some more in the in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not enough, as far as I'm concerned. Drink it up. It's got electrolytes. I think the ducks look better when they're dipped in that shit. Come on, BP. Get back You ever there. seen, all I'm saying, you ever seen Pat Riley without his hair slicked back? Like, it's not as it. good. Exactly. You, the BP. ducks need that Pat Riley slicked back. <laughs> How is there going to get any duck pussy? <laughs> <laughs> quack, 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 girl. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
<laughs> Are you wet or is it just this oil? <laughs> oh, quack, 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 girl. Uh, quack, quack, girl. So let's let's talk research because let's I did, talk research. I did do some research on the subject. I, I it would be unfair for me to introduce this conversation and be like unresearchable. <laughs> the the pitch that premium gas will make the average car run more efficiently is a lie, which I don't know if that's something that you had are arguing or your friend is arguing necessarily. But they're saying that a lot, a lot, a lot of motherfuckers believe that having premium gas in any car will make the car run more efficiently. And that no, is no, no, I know not true. I know certain cars are built for it and certain cars aren't. Okay. That's the whole point. That's the whole point is that the car is designed to take that type of fuel. Right. So specifically, it's like the, the thing that they're they're differentiating essentially is the octane levels. Right. So the right. octane levels in unleaded is, I believe, 87 in the 87 range. Uh, Mid grade is somewhere in the 89 range. And then premium is in the 91 range of octane levels. And if your engine is built for premium gas, it will effectively use that higher octane fuel better but any other car is just a it's just a waste of money yeah see and i've always seen myself as a high octane kind of guy i wake up every <laughs> don't you have that chest tattooed on you Isn't yeah that... <laughs> I, I wake i wake up every day i take it to the max i live my life a quarter mile at a time I do like every. (laughs) I do like the idea that you tattooed high octane kind of guy on your chest. Not (laughs) you don't believe in yourself enough to just land on high octane. You're like, no, but if you know that kind of guy, that's like me too. I'm a I'm a similar octane. (laughs) I'm I'm of a similar. I'm saying we're all high value men, right? Yeah, we're all high value men. But so that point, though, is you are wrong. Well, no, that point is about a thing that I'm I'm less concerned about in terms of my personal argument. But I do think sort of speaks to my grander argument about the illusion of premium, right? That there is an illusion that already exists, that that this is acknowledging of people believing in premium as like this all value fix when, in fact, it's more complicated than that. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't think everybody thinks that though, because I think it's like it's like a secret club. Like you're in this BMW club, so you before you had just had you know trusty rusty. No offense, to <laughs> and they didn't let you into this secret club. So you were driving around with no knowledge of self. You had no idea. You were like, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> you were like, what's that premium? That's crazy. Who would really- do that? Yeah, big oils lost their minds. Then you get a little money in your pocket. You enter the winner's circle. They're like, actually, Langston, this is what premium is. It's very reasonable. Actually, when you put the gold flakes on top of the chocolate cake, it does taste different. I don't. Yeah, that's what they're telling you. Yeah, you you, don't know the difference. You had an unrefined palate because you were driving around. You were basically driving a box of spam. (laughs) And now. And you didn't know what to wash it down with. You were like, I'm eating Spam anyways. I might as well wash it down with this four loads. Sure, the Spam is still in the car at this point as I'm driving it. Right? And then now you came and got some scallops, and all of a sudden, now you know what the white wine is for. 
Well, okay. I think this is this is deeply hurtful, but also <laughs> I I will point you to a not a statistic, a uh basically a researched, I guess it's a stat, but they said according to AAA Automotive Club Americans wasted 2.1 billion dollars in 2016 alone by putting premium gas in regular cars expecting better results. So it's not nearly as uh, rare, I think, as you think it might be. I mean, but 2.1 over an entire... We, we, how, much, how much did we spend on bubblegum last year? You know what I mean? We, uh, <laughs> okay. I guess if you want to compare it to bubblegum prices, fine. No, that is... But that that's is egregious. not... 2.1 billion ain't negligible in this shit. That is egregious... But whose fault is that? Did anyone ever actually tell you put premium in your shitty car and it will run well? Well, I think, and hear me out, I know you're, you've are you been defending them with all of your heart, but I think Big Gas has worked really hard to also not explain why or why not to put premium in their shit. I don't think right. that they're I don't think they're making an effort to clarify what premium does for anybody. It's just whether you know the shit or you don't. And it's a bunch but you of know who things. knows that shit? Everybody who's got a luxury car. There's a gang of luxury cars out there. Yeah, Poor people bro, have luxury cars. But look at what they're doing. It's it's a bunch of people who buy vehicles and truly believe like this. I'm going to have to have this for as long as I possibly can. This is the biggest investment I may ever make in my life. So I'm going to treat it with all the care that you're speaking to. And so even if they don't know, they go, yeah, give me the fucking premium. I'll spend just my because, life savings on premium. Because I'm a Jetta guy now. I just want to keep my Jetta alive for as long That's as I true. fucking can. That's, That's true. That's the scam, baby. Come on. And people people do try to convince you that Jettas are expensive cars. They'll tell you that that's you got to put premium gas in a Jetta. And you know you Yo. don't. You know what that bill was? How many times have you hung out with a dude who had like a golf who just wouldn't shut up about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's like, no, nah, it, it makes the engine burn red, so I got to do that. Yeah. And it's like, fuck yeah, you, it's yeah. not. <laughs> and everybody knows it's a Jetta. Take that fucking sticker off the back. <laughs> you put it on the back window, we know you're a Jetta guy. Yeah, go on, big dog. Take that sticker go off and, it's not a, and put, it's some not a sports car. put some unleaded gas in that. It's not a sports car. It looks like a Volvo. <laughs> And that's okay, because your kids are safe when you pick them up for practice. So here's the the other thing I'll point you to is that uh, while no one explicitly will say, and in fact, everybody was pretty clear about what you said, that this is truly a difference in terms of the the type of engines that you're dealing with or cars that you're dealing with, right? That like the right car that needs premium does in fact need premium and everybody else is should just be going with what they go with that said they do acknowledge for the most part mid-grade is bullshit that that's actually a a not a real thing that most of these companies are not even making mid-grade technically they just make premium and they make unleaded and then they send it to the gas station where the gas station like mixes it up like a cocktail themselves Okay, it's like, do you ever run out of face wash and you put some water in the bottle? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. Which I always thought was a smart deal, but... It, and it, that's... I, it doesn't not get your face and your hands clean, but it isn't a thing that you should be paying additional money for. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not... I shouldn't pay extra. 
So what you're saying is this isn't on big oil. This is on the gas stations. Whoa, you're willing to take down the little man now. <laughs> In defense of you, big Where do they mix it at? Where do they mix it at? Either way, you're willing to look at these, my shit, these my small shit comes family from, businesses. <laughs> my shit comes from the motherland pure. It comes out in barrels. They don't do anything to it. You bring it over here, you fucking pervert it up and put it in your fucking Texaco. And that's on that's on us? My shit comes that's on from us. The, from that pure Venezuelan motherland and yeah. comes back. <laughs> my shit comes from the wild hills of Texas, the oil derricks. Oh, my people. Boy. This is disgusting to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that they, they pointed to also is that not only is mid-grade not sort of like uh, a thing that these companies are making themselves. They also say that the mid-grade is not even a thing that most car makers are necessarily recommending for their cars. That Right. Like, so who's that on? Who's mixing? It's the the gas companies, right? right? But but the gas companies, again, I think benefit from being able to sell mid-grade for whatever it is, 10, 20 cents more as this in-between they're not losing because of this. Right. But I'm saying I'm talking about the purists, where the oil comes from, who's selling the crude oil. You're not buying that from the herbs. You're not. And then you, <laughs> you bought it regular and then you stepped on it to distribute to your gas station. That's on you. I sold you clean oil. Sure. I don't think. I don't think. That that's necessarily completely true, right? I think that the part of yes, they are selling quote unquote clean oil, but but uh, clean burning fuel, clean. Baby. You could listen, breathe it in, brother. It's that's that's what you want at the bottom of your lungs. You get high, won't even get a headache. You have that. <laughs> But one of the things that I think you're missing is probably the premium that they put on the oil itself, which means that these companies, in order to fill the need that they're paying for, have to find scams inside of it to pay off extra faster. But you're talking like these are small companies who are doing that, right? I'm saying that that, that small be, company... Be, like, the, the companies that own the... the like. The people who own the convenience store next to the gas station, mm -hmm. yeah, mom and pops, good people, salt of the earth. The the fucking seventy six, the Conicos, yeah, those aren't tiny little mom and pop companies. Those are shitty, evil corporations. But like but everything I'm else, saying, I'm I'm just saying, brother, it goes all the way to the top. You're you're advocating that somehow the top is exempt. From the whole thing. And I'm saying that including the people that the 76 people bought it from are running a, a ruse, a long con on all of us. I mean, I understand. Ultimately, I think we can both agree that the mid-grade gas is the ruse. Mid-grade is a lie. It's a goddamn is ruse. A it's, and it's rude. Because scientifically, there's no reason for it, right? There's no reason. And in fact, I, I read something that basically said that that while they they can kind of point to like small differences that you might see in the quality of like your 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 car's performance they said that there there would be no destruction no bad thing would happen out of putting unleaded in a car that's that's asking for mid-grade okay so yeah 
So who invented mid grade? That's who we need to aim this at. I don't know, but it was a it was it feels like a Dick Cheney type. That feels you know what I mean? Like a, a character Dick Cheney like learned from and then and then went off and did his own thing. I mean, it's a pretty evil man or woman. I, I, hey, what? Women could have invented dirty oil. And I believe women can be Dick Cheney types. Let me be clear. I'd rather they were. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I love a good, a good cigar sounding voice from a lady. (laughs) I love a good she villain. Come on. (laughs) Give me a bad, bad lady. Yeah, slick that hair back, Pat Riley style. Or the ducks. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Quack, quack. Quack, quack. <laughs> I want a Cruella DeVille. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to skin all those puppies for my jacket. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Cruella DeVille was such a funny villain because nobody thought to punch that lady in the face. She weighed 80 pounds. <laughs> she had no defense. Is this? And I'm not saying that. A dude should have done it. You shouldn't hit women. This isn't this isn't me advocating for for domestic violence of any form. I think a, I think that women should hit women. I, that's all I'm saying. I think women should wait. Wait. Okay. Maybe this is crazy. I, no. I, I think, either I'm way, just, Pongo and Perdita's mom should have fought Cruella Deville. There were so many people in the film who could have beat up Cruella Deville from the start to the finish. And the fact that no one was just like, I'm going to punch this lady in the face and stop all of this from happening. <laughs> yeah, hit that sternum. You could <laughs> cave her whole sh- You could cave her whole shit in, for sure. You got to punch Cruella in the face. You call my sister right now. She flies up from Arizona. She's jet lagged. She's on, yep. on no hours of sleep. Grace could cave. Cruella DeVille's chest. Come on. I, I've never even seen her, and I believe that. I believe yeah, she, that with all my heart. She's sturdy. Cruella was, she had emphysema. Yeah, Cruella, she had, she had, to, she had to smoke her cigarettes through, through a stick because the doctor said, you're getting too much smoke in here, baby girl. <laughs> Maybe a little distance will help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's like the most, she's the most beat up of all bad guy of all Disney movies. I I, she's pretty high up on the, the list of, of beat up of bull bad guys. I think Jafar is, Jafar is arguable, oh. but Jafar seemed like he had reach. Like he might be yeah. one of them skinny, I'll box with that, you motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Do you remember that Indian guy on uh, Street Fighter 2? Oh, Dalsim, of course. That's who I feel. That's what I feel like Jafar would do. Yeah, he's got Dalsim <laughs> like, vibes. Yeah, all of a sudden he blows fire at you. <laughs> yeah, that's also, <laughs> Jafar seems like he's like a street fighter. Like, he fight dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fucking He'll throw that mud cane, in your eyes. Yeah. Knocks that cane three times on the ground and the snake fucking eyes shoot uh, laser at you. And he don't feel yeah. no guilt about the, the snake doing that. Like, there's nothing no, in him. No, that's no, no. Like, the snake ah, is an extension like of him. That. Yeah. No, no, no. His his people and snakes have been bonded forever. He's a snake charmer. Damn. <laughs> Han said this feels racial. And and frankly, I think it might be. I, I don't know that it isn't. <laughs> Wait, is <laughs> Was Jafar not black? No, Jafar is not. Uh, he's not black. Oh, Snake Charmer. He says Snake Charmer. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I meant. I mean, I he literally I... carried a, a staff around and turned himself into a snake. But you're right. 
we're being unreasonable with the equation we made from uh from Disney's work in 1992. I definitely was not thinking. I always thought of him as like light skinned in a prince kind of way. Oh no, I think that entire region is meant to be a a specific part of the, I would probably say the Middle East. I'm not 100% certain. Yeah, I guess Agrabah. All right, no. I I you know what? I'm taking a look at this entire conversation and you're right. That was crazy. Yeah. It's my fault for thinking that <laughs> It's my fault for thinking an Arab guy was a light-skinned black guy. And you know what? It probably won't be the last time. Listen, What's his name? Uh, who who was under Diddy's Diddy's team? Which one? The the light skinned. Uh, oh no! What's the motherfucker's name? The big old light skinned motherfucker with the. Uh, God damn it! D dot. No, did he's under Diddy? Diddy cropped him out of a, a video or a picture once with Jay Z and Kendrick and Nas and pretended like he wasn't there. French Montana is who I'm thinking of. Oh. French yeah, yeah. Montana. He's North African, correct? Yeah, he's North African. Okay. So Jafar is like a French Montana? I'm saying that that's what it sounds like you're advocating for. That's, I guess, what I thought. I didn't mean anything. When I said Snake Charmer, I didn't mean because he was always playing with snakes. No, it's too late. And the episode's cut. So here we are. Uh <laughs> this is our big first outing? I think so. And... And I'm glad that we're documenting it this way. <laughs> anyway, we'll take one more break. We'll be back with more, more Langs than a David and more my mama told me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. 
sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. We are back. Mm-hmm. We're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. That's that on that. That's that on that. Still talking. Ta- <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm still talking about the possibility. And, and it's, it seems like we're we're at a bit of a standoff uh, still, although we, we met some middle ground in this. But we're still talking about the possibility that there is no real difference between premium gas and 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 uh, regular unleaded gasoline. Let me ask you this question. Okay. Are there times, are there brands where you do acknowledge or things where you do acknowledge that there is no actual difference and they're just saying stuff to say stuff? Man, as a person who is smart Whoa. and understands, <laughs> I wish I could say that, but I am... I'm caught up in capitalism and branding just like the rest of us. Coke tastes better to me than Sam's Club Cola, baby. Wow. It just does. It just, it's fucked up, man. I know it's fucked up. I mean, I think that there is a level sometimes, though, of consumerism where you do pay for quality. I don't think that's to be shitted on. I think certain things, if you pay more money, are high quality. Is Is there stuff that I don't feel like that? I mean, think even small, like uh, Dole brand bananas. Are you like, nah? If it's not Chiquita, I don't. I, I, it tastes different to me, or is it? Is it strictly? Well, processed? I feel like produce is less branded than all processed food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm never like, I need the Jolly Green Giant green peppers, right. but I am like, give me. That LaCroix, that sparkling water is trash. Oh, sure. You 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 feel like you can taste the difference between Walgreens, Wawa's, or whatever the fuck they're calling their shit. And Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, LaCroix. I've just, I've had so much time where I had to drink Sam's, Sam's Club, whatever. Oh. And I just like, now that I'm not going back, I got name brand Crystal Light in my cupboards. That's you know? wild, man. I, I don't live... I live so differently than this. I truly, I, I, I don't believe in the brands for most things. They're like, really? Yeah. I mean, besides like, like things that are so physically in your face that it would be embarrassing to make a lesser choice. I don't actually believe in like, you know what I mean? Like I'm going to, I'm not going to wear like shitty shoes because like, I don't want to be made fun of. And I like socializing and, and meeting you know, at a, when I needed to get bitches, I need I I wasn't gonna be out here trying to make a point about my sneaker choices and shit. But that yeah, no, said, that'll, that'll never work for you. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't work <laughs> out. But that said, otherwise, it's not like I'm like, well, Nike just makes them better. I don't know. Then like Skechers, or then fucking Pro Wings, or whoever was making uh, sneakers whenever they were making them. Like truly, 
it's not my faith in the quality as much as it is me being like, yeah, they tricked me. And I agree with this trickery. Wow. You don't think Nike Athletic Apparel, all the money they pour into research and whatnot, as many athletes as they have out there plugged into those 50 cent machines. Yeah. You don't, you don't believe that that's better. I believe that, that I believe that they are advancing technology all around us, but I'm saying that at the points that the technology is matched, right? That like, because they have so much money and they have so many resources, they have reason to be able to invest that way into whatever the next wave will be. But I do not believe that like they sat down to make a shoe and then this other group sat down to make a shoe all for the same intention with the same technology that they, Nike is producing a, a worldly, a world famous better shoe. All right. What about when Tracy McGrady played through those and ones? Was it Tracy McGrady? You remember that? No, Zion played through his shoes. Or did Tracy no, do it no. too? No, no. Zion did because he's a freak. It was somebody did it through and ones. Mm. Was it Stephon Marbury? Yeah, I don't know. Steph, Stephon Marbury has his own shoe, the Starberries. Yeah, those didn't go good. Somebody played through <laughs> a pair. Somebody played through a pair of and ones and it was like, yep. Zion busted through those Nikes because he's a human of which we've never the caliber of which we've never seen before. Yeah, he's a 350-pound, like, uh, spring. A literal, yeah, no, like, he, uh, couch spring turned into yeah, a Yeah, he could, he could play through any, like, no shoes. No, 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 no souls have been made that could keep him in. Not a shoe, not a white woman. None of them. he's a weird guy Uh, all right but yeah i mean there's got to be something if i if i really think to it bottled water no see i i feel differently about different bottled waters too yeah see i feel like that's just following following for the branding my guy no dasani's trash dasani is trash i think i think and and hear me out I, i don't disagree that dasani tastes bad what I would argue is that that may very well have more to do with the plastic around Dasani than it is a difference in the water itself. I think that I, a, that's possible. A lot of these waters, what we are associating with bad is more of the actual like uh, pro- the producing the containers than it is the water itself being different. You know what? I buy cheap home cleaning products. Like, I don't buy the Clorox wipes. I buy the bleach mm, wipes. Wow. So that's, 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 that's true. So you think that, that for Clorox. But and, not, and, but not toilet paper. I buy, I buy no, name brand toilet paper. But, but for cleaning products, you don't believe that there, there's a real difference between them. It's all, it's all just, you know, glass cleaner. Wow. Wind, Windex or not. So, so I feel like then you have to understand where I'm coming from with this shit because you can't prove that either. I understand. I'm just telling you how my, my heart and my brain works. I'm not like, I got I'm not you. trying to be like a, a revolutionary here. I'm just, yeah, I, I will buy, I will buy Coca-Cola zero, but also I will just buy Target branded glass cleaner. Wow. Well, let's talk a little bit about some of what, I, because I, I read an article 
that broke down the reasons for like the vast price differences sometimes in something as simple as even like a cotton t-shirt, right? Which can right. range somewhere from from $5 to literally, you know, hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars for one t-shirt. What's your t-shirt brand if you're just buying underwear, t- like plain white t-shirts? Oh, if I'm just going to like buy some shit? I probably mm-hmm. buy the, what's, it starts, it's like good, good, good something. Gildan? No, Gildan? not Gildan. No, no, no. It's it's like uh, a more like it's like a targety type brand, but it's they they make it seem like it's more premium. If not Hanes, I'll be real. I'll probably go with a Hanes. No, I like Hanes. I like Hanes. I think they're soft. Yeah, they make them. They make them good and soft. That said, this is a, this is a pro club. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it at a gas station. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't worried, Z? That you weren't sitting there tripping about nothing. You were like, "No, nah, this is." I like the necks on pro clubs, though. They got I got like a fat head, so I blow out neck holes. Oh. So the pro clubs keep it tight. <laughs> people, people will respond to that. People know what I'm talking. I think they should put that on on their next ad. <laughs> pro clubs keep it tight. <laughs> Just a dude with a fat head pushing it through a, a neck hole. Looks like a baby being born. Uh huh. But every but time you, I get dressed, <laughs> it's a it's a little it's a little sexy. It's a little a little promotional. We, we're doing both. Yeah. Hey, pro club. <laughs> if you guys really need, get at me. Come on, man. My boy got this fat head going to waste. Got a, I'm, I'm blowing out. <laughs> you think I could wear a true religion shirt? If you don't give him the money so that he can start really like stacking his closet with some pro clubs. Man, because every other T-shirt, you just look like if your neck hole is is it's the worst look in the world. Yeah, I don't you like got a, a sloppy st- neck hole. It's the worst. It's the way it makes you look terrible. Yeah, it's you can get away with a lot of things as a man, uh, including not even having to put on a more than a Hanes shirt. But goddamn, if that neck hole looks crazy, go home. Yeah, it's just it's not. You don't want and you don't want to be that guy neck hole out here sagging down everybody sees your chest hair you don't want that yeah no it's a bad look for you big dog but so one of the things that they break down in terms of the the differences in shirts is starting with the grade cotton fabric is graded based on the length of the staple uh the tiny individual fibers and the yarn the longer these fibers are the smoother and stronger the fabric is higher grade cotton costs more then they have something called the variety varieties are grown in different parts of the world meaning that certain cotton like pima cotton which is extra long, it makes for extra long staples, has to be grown in in a warm, dry climate, and that makes Prima cotton rarer. There are also brands of cotton, not just like brands of the clothing themselves, but brands of the actual like cotton fiber shit that are being sold. And if your shirt spent more money for branded cotton, then they may cost more or charge you more on the back end of that shit. I mean, okay, that that all seems reasonable. But I mean, what is that? Is the rare cotton a better quality? They're saying so because of it, it just creates a smoother and stronger fabric that basically like we're, we're it's essentially like if your shirt is being stitched together with all of these tiny pieces, then it's more likely to like tear or break or whatever it is. But if your shirt's being stitched together with longer uninterrupted pieces, it probably is going to hold and and be smoother all the way down. But then, so that markup, 
in retail, that's still you paying more for quality, right? It theoretically is you paying more for quality. Now, what they also say is that there's no real way of knowing for sure that like, you know, a Balenciaga is in fact paying for these branded, stronger cotton pieces. They can just tell you it's a good quality and not have to like prove that to you in any way. So what we need is a governing body for cotton t-shirts. Is <laughs> <laughs> we need some kind of <laughs> It's just a website where they post Balenciaga t-shirts and goes, these niggas lying. Go ahead and yeah. buy your Hanes. No, nah, Hanes got that Pima cotton. Yeah, they got that Pima over at Hanes. <laughs> I mean, it all sounds it all sounds very unregulated, but it does seem like at some level, if you're paying a cost, you're probably paying for quality. Well, one of the things that they also point to is processing. Manufacturers uh, process the cotton fibers in several ways. Some of them are twisting them into yarn, but after uh, they're, they're carding, there's all these processes that go into it, and some of those processes make for a higher quality, smoother thing, but also are more expensive. And then sustainability Ultimately, retailers pass that cost on to customers, presuming that, like, for example, organically grown cotton, I guess, costs more than non-organic cotton. And then they pay for that organic cotton. They then make you pay for the shit. So it's a bunch of things that, yes, theoretically, it could make for a better product, but it could also just be what that person or rather that company is paying for that they're then charging you for as a result of their own choices. So you say the marketplace is complicated and you got to be an informed consumer. I mean, what do you ask? What do you, what's the, what's the final point here? Jesus Christ, man, you, you won't give, you won't give up an inch. You love big gas so much. You, what, what, what is BG, it? Baby. <laughs> what I'm saying is, and I will make my final point. I'll make my 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 final stand here because I've had a goddamn enough of being pushed around and and shamed for what I continually prove to be a real thing. What I'm saying, David, is. That that if there are differences that that we cannot know and cannot prove, but ultimately are paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars more for these these products, then that is probably also true in all facets of our consumption. And in fact, and this is the final proof or, or point that I'll tell you as proof, one of the things that the the an article that I was reading talked about is the main sort of like reason that they point to in people even spending money on the differences between these products is not quality. It's not sustainability, but they say that price is the main reason that people pay the premium they pay. That like truly they are not buying a Gucci shirt because they believe Gucci is even a better quality shirt. They are merely paying for Gucci for the sake of being able to say, is Gucci motherfucker and improve their status. I I hold on, sorry, I'm thirsty. I gotta take a sip of my Coca Cola. <laughs> Not a sponsor, by the way. <laughs> they have nothing to do with this <laughs> podcast. Not not with that attitude. <laughs> I understand what you're saying, but the argument that we came here to have is: is there a difference between premium and? regular unleaded gasoline i'm so glad you said that because in this and uh, there is no and now i'm gonna now i'm gonna throw it in <laughs> your face 
Now what I'm going to throw it in your face like a like a raccoon making his big escape. I'm going to throw it in your face because... <laughs> Hacha! <laughs> like, a, like a fucking Wes Anderson movie? What are yeah, you talking I about? I have no clue. <laughs> but the point is, what I'll remind you of is what you said at the beginning of this episode, which is people turning to the status of their vehicles, the status of their gasoline, and all of those things needing to match. That once you become a BMW man, you need to match that BMW experience with your with the BMW ride, and thus you will pay for premium gas even if that specific car does not need that gasoline. Moreover, I read that quite a few cars that we consider to be luxury vehicles are not in fact necessarily needing premium gasoline we're just being we're just paying for it because we're being led to believe that there's a massive difference in the quality hey i'm just saying if you get a bmw look up what kind of gas that bitch needs all right fair enough b b hey langston what kind of gas are you going to get tomorrow at the pump that's that's neither here nor there <laughs> <laughs> That's not what, what kind this of is, gas is about. Are you gonna go fill your BMW with? I'll get whatever gas makes my household continue to be at peace. <laughs> is the correct answer I can offer you. I'll buy the gas that'll help me sleep next to the lady that I've chosen to sleep next to for the remainder of hopefully one of our lives. <laughs> hopefully, one of our lives. Here's looking at you, sister. But the point is... <laughs> That's the most romantic thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but the point is, I'll buy that gasoline, but I won't believe in it for a second. I'll be standing there like, you got me, you you sassy bitch. And then the man behind the counter will wink, and I'll know that I'm being lied to, that this is a ruse. Well, you're not. What you're saying is a lot of other people who drive luxury cars. You said it yourself. Your your car needs the higher octane gasoline, which is the difference. I don't which know is that it real. does. I didn't actually do the research to know. I I was told by a lady it does, and now I do it. So you researched this whole shit. Yep, and never even looked up my car. <laughs> I'm not a bright man, David Bowie. I'm, I'm a man who cares. That's this is why I don't have a car. This shit's too complicated, man. I'm going to take a lift to the movies right after this. I might take a line bike. Anyways, all right, man. But the there is a difference between the gases. That's all I'm saying. There's, That's all I said from the beginning. There is physically a difference. And I don't mean that mid-grade washed out bullshit soap, blah, blah, blah. I'm talking about the bottom one and the top one. There's a difference. There, there is, according to the people that make it, a difference between premium and unleaded gasoline, and I'll I'll leave it at that. I think That's we it. I think we can agree on that. Bori, could you That's tell it. the people at home where they can find you? What cool shit you have going? Give on? Give me a good old rub. <laughs> That's it. Nice and hot, hot and spicy meat. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's, 
Can I can I say that that drop always surprises me with how long it is? It's so much longer than you want it to be. It's, like you're like, damn, I hope this is done soon, and it's not. You're praying for it to finish, and it's no. Not he just done. he just has more to comment on. He just keeps going, and it stops even feeling like he's doing. He's talking about the same thing as he's doing it. It it starts to feel like he's like, it's almost like an orgy is happening around him. Yeah, and then at first you think it's just him talking to you, and then you feel like maybe there's a lot of people. Yeah, there's like three other people in the room that he could be directing this at. Yeah, it's really terrible. Okay, November 25th, I'm going to be headlining the Denver Comedy Works, so come out to that December 3rd. I'm at the Hereafter in Seattle December 4th. I'm at Helium in Portland. And, you know, cool guy jokes 87 on Instagram. You know, and uh, don't feel bad about it. If you want to drink Coke Zero branded products, you drink those. Don't don't listen like he doesn't even know, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know. I'm a big old idiot. But I but you can follow me, my dumb ass, over at Langston Kerman on all the platforms. Still on Twitter somehow. Haven't given up, but but losing hope by the day. So follow me if that's if that's your choosing. And if you want to follow the the podcast, do that shit on iTunes. And if you want to. Oh, if you want to send us your drops, if you want to send us your conspiracy theories, if you want to support Big Oil like David Borey has, you can send all yeah. of that to mymamapod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Uh, that's about it. Bye, bitch. Why are you coming home five in the morning? Something's going on. Can I smell your dick? The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit RightRug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today.